planet is heating up. People are restless. And the rich run everything. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be broadcast over the next hour live on Radio Chaser. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the show. Andrew Hansen is ready to go. Charles Firth is in fine form. My name is Dom Knight. Coming up, we're going to talk cricket. I'm off that, Steve Smith. only got four. Oh, what a... Finish. What an idiot. Useless. Apparently, Sydney is not as fun as it used to be. We want to know, is there anything fun to do in Sydney? I can't think of anything, but maybe you can. And highbrow baby got snacks. Some very bizarre fancy food, as found by Charles Firth. It's all coming up. Cannot wait, Dommy. Also, spies, of course. Uh, you know, spies from overseas... Chinese spies today. Uh, big deal. You know, you look at those politicians on the news, any one of them could be a Chinese spy. It turned out that uh, authorities think that China tried to plant a spy in federal parliament. Now, I'm kind of suspecting uh, Pauline Hanson, maybe. Could be. <laughs> well, come to you know. Barnaby yeah. Joyce, maybe <laughs> just trying to show that everyone's an idiot. Or even if it was Pauline Hanson, that would be deep covered. Like, that is, that is yeah. a genius move by then. <laughs> well, I mean, no one would expect nah. that. <laughs> no. the, the way she carries on, she actually generates public sympathy for the China. You know, that's so, true, actually. Uh, <laughs> you know, because she's so useless. <laughs> so it's like, let's install an absolute idiot <laughs> to argue the opposite case to what we want. I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But um, look, no, they've actually found that, <laughs> that China has, well, authorities reckon China has actually tried to do this. Mm. Uh, and one of the things that they blamed was just, uh, the government just didn't spend enough money to police it or check mm. it. Like, it's too expensive mm. to check all these bloody politicians. Well, they've got to spend all their money building statues of Captain Cook. That's far well, more exactly important than Dommy. checking exactly spies. Dommy. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. So in place of actually spending money on fixing the problem, what Scott Morrison has gone and done is just offered some handy hints so that you can spot a Chinese spy. A belated message from the Prime Minister. It has come to my attention that some, or all, members of Parliament are Chinese spies. So instead of funding federal police checks, here is my handy guide to spot if your local member is a Chinese spy. Tip one. When you met your local member, did they accidentally say, I am a Chinese spy in Chinese? Then your local member could be a Chinese spy. Tip two. When you eat at the local yum cha, have you ever munched on anything unusual inside a pork bun? Ow! God damn! There's a bloody hidden camera inside this bun! Chinese spies are nearby. Tip three. As you walk down the street, have you ever noticed any Chinese-sounding arrangements of the James Bond theme music? Chinese spies are playing in Erhu nearby. So when it comes to spies in government, you can't be too careful. Because we haven't been. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser here. We've just got an info from the Bureau. Uh, a severe thunderstorm warning, potentially flash flooding, damaging winds and large hailstones. In the Sydney region, mm. uh, we'll let you know if we have any more details about the timing of that. But uh, yeah. just think about where your car is in the next little while as we go through the afternoon here on Radio Chaser. That's right. And if you want a good insurance payout, just make sure it's parked outside and not underneath a tree. Because the my, hailstones don't. My brother's car is still at the panel beaters from last time. Do you reckon if it gets smashed again, they've got to cover it? Or is that a new incident with the insurance? Oh, I don't know. That could be a really interesting phonotopic. One triple three five three. Yes, his car might just be in there for years, just getting more hail damage before the last lot's repaired. 
Look, uh, did you catch the cricket on the weekend? I watched quite a bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's it great good. to have it back. So, uh, interesting statistic here. I found out Australia has not lost a test at the Gabba since 1998. You've got to be kidding me. Right. So, it's, been, it's now 11,326 days since Australia last lost a test. I think that's why it wasn't really that sort of suspenseful. Yeah, there wasn't <laughs> like, a lot of press. It wasn't... It why wasn't a great game. Do, why do we play games at venues other than the Gabba? Like, yeah. why wasn't the Ashes that was in the UK? Why wasn't that all at the Gabba? Well, there's a big controversy today because uh, one of uh, the test cre- ex-test cricketers come out and said we shouldn't be playing at the Gabba anymore. Oh, because no one turned up. No, Four thousand people turned up on the last day. Well, it's too early in the year. Everyone's still at work. Yeah, and I'm, also mm. it's a horrible, horrible venue. Like it's this <laughs> concrete bucket in the most horrible. You know, city in the world, like Brisbane. <laughs> what do you say? Well, but, but no, then, which is all sweaty and humid. Even at this time of year, it's horrible. That's fine, Charles, but we don't lose. We're the fifth-ranked country in the world. We're rubbish mm. at the moment at cricket. Are we? Yeah, we're, 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 well, it's five versus seven uh, this series. It's not of, surprising. Talking of idiots, Steve Smith scored four runs. Some people are saying, well, actually, Australia won by an innings and four runs, and so he strategically just got... <laughs> Enough. Just enough. Yeah. But I reckon I reckon he he should go out of the team. He's I finished. He's finished. Drop I, him. We need Sean Marsh back in the team. That's, that's what, what we need. <laughs> no, that's a man who couldn't win a test even yeah. with the Gabba. But uh look, um uh look I, I I think it was you know, I it was a real shock to me that Australia won. You sound shocked. I am shocked. You do, you sound like really flabbergasted. <laughs> it took the words to, right out of your mouth, didn't it? I was trying to remember can what recover, my next Can you recover was. your emotions? Yeah. Oh, don't I'm break so, down. I'm so shocked. No, but so let's just go through. So we haven't lost a test since 1988 yep. there. Um, it was home conditions and mm-hmm. a home ground. Um, and also Pakistan actually left out their best bowler mm. um, out of the side and not for any great reason. It was just like, oh, we didn't think he was very good. That's what Wakar Yunus, who's the coach of Pakistan, said. Oh, we just didn't think he was much good. And you go, he's the best bowler in your bloody team. And I guess it raises the question, what were the 4,000 people who turned up mm. expecting to see? <laughs> I don't know. But but I'm willing to to say, Dom, that, yep. that, that as a result, the team that, that won that test yesterday, they're the best side we've ever had. Yep. Best side we've ever had. Ever. Yes. In the world. What are you? Where are you going to with this? <laughs> Have you got a point before we play the lemon heads? No, I think we should just play the lemon heads. This is Radio Chaser on Sydney's one hundred four point nine Triple M. Dom, I've never heard you mention the podcast before. I know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the first time you've ever mentioned it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. So, did you see that story about Westpac? It had, broke last oh, unfortunately week. Unfortunately, I missed it. it. Sounds fascinating. It's, it's, sadly, I missed it, Charles. Fill me in. Okay, so. They got caught in a little bit of a money laundering problem, right? A bank did something dodgy? Oh, I know. It's crazy. So, but the last time this happened, it was the Commonwealth Bank, and they did like 54,000 sort of money laundering dodgy transactions, right? And the fine they ended up with was $750 million, right? Wow. Three quarters of a billion dollars, right? So, Westpac have done the same thing, but instead of being like 54000 they've done $23 million. Oh, my gosh. Dollars. So that's practically yeah. one dodgy transaction per person in the whole yeah, of Australia. That's right. And if they, if, they get, if they get the same fine as what Commonwealth Bank is, that's $37 billion stuff up. 
That's how much oh. their fine will be. Oh, well, I'm glad I don't have an account. I, I, I <laughs> withdraw your money immediately is my recommendation. I mean, I mean, anyway, I was just thinking, like, imagine being the guy who was in charge of that stuff <laughs> up and having to go into work and explain <laughs> that to your boss. <laughs> ah, Jenkins, how's your work going? Good, boss. Hey, you've got an important job. Making sure our bank isn't used by sex pests and criminals. Yes. You saw the mess that the Commonwealth Bank got into over that. 54,000 transactions. They were fined billions for that mess. Yes, uh, <coughs> terrible. You haven't gotten yourself in a pickle, have you, Jenkins? Yes, sir. But this is much worse. 23 million transactions. Payments to offshore sex rings. Horrible stuff. All while I was in charge. Oh, my God, Jenkins. That is a balls-up unprecedented in Australian corporate history. The fines alone on that could bankrupt us. Yes. Uh, what are you doing? Champagne all round. Cheers. We have no choice but to immediately appoint you chairman of the board. Oh, thank you, sir. You've got a bright future, young Jenkins. With incompetence on that scale, who knows? One day you might even be Prime Minister. Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Radio Chaser, brought to you by Schoolies. It's like school, but with belligerent kids abusing substances. So, actually, just like school. Schoolies. Yes, and great to work with Schoolies. I mean, as, as a bunch of blokes in our 40s, it's really a dream come true. Now, look, uh, Radio Chaser here, Charles Andrew Dom. The stats are in, guys. Do you want the good news or the bad news about how Sydney is perceived in the world? Oh, let's start. Let's start with the good. Is yeah, there's, good? there's a little bit. Um, it's ranked highly as a place to do business. Quality oh. of life is very good. Oh, yeah. Transport bad. Infrastructure bad. No surprises there. Uh, this is from the committee of Sydney, by the way, who's in charge of trying to fix this city. But the most damning thing is that apparently of all the global cities on the list, and there's only about thirty of them, we're equal twenty sixth for mm. fun. Sydney for is fun. no fun. <laughs> 26th for fun. Right, there are 25 more fun cities. There are we, 25 more fun cities than Sydney. And it we, could turn, think... we could turn that into an egg campaign. Come to Sydney. Mm. It's the 26th most fun place in the world. <laughs> yeah. If you hate fun, try Sydney. Yeah. Come well, here. Yeah. We, 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 the, we have the fun police. It's all good. One triple three five three though, because I want to put it to you, uh, listeners of Triple M, listeners of Radio Chaser. Is there actually anything fun to do in Sydney? Because I was racking my brains. I couldn't think of a thing. No, there are lots of fun things to do in Sydney. I mean, um, there's that pedestrian crossing up near Broadway. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Where you have to cross three roads in order to get across to the other side oh, of the street. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's huge fun, the challenge the oh, challenge yeah. of trying to get get across all three. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a and, day out with the kids. And some, Well, it does. It takes about all day. And, and it also... Um, yeah, I mean, you don't often get run over. Like maybe once every two or three. times. Okay, well that's that's yeah. one thing that should probably bump us up to twenty fifth at least. Yeah. Oh, Is there anything fun, Andrew, to do in I, this city look, anymore? I, I, look, I, you know, if I'm at a loss for what to do, I, I go and I try and navigate that intersection outside the fish markets. Oh, you know, yeah, the squiggly. I mean, that's yeah. huge fun. That yeah. that's like a a sort of very slow go kart track slash maze, mm. and so I can spend six or seven hours trying to get through that thing. It's I, I, it's pretty fun. I tell you what, I've actually developed quite a fun hobby in the past few weeks. Mm. What I do is I go down to George Street mm. and I look at the trams going past, getting tested. And I wonder how long it's going to be till anyone actually is on them because there are all these empty trams. Mm, that so it is, is very exciting. Yes. Not bad at all. Not bad. I mean, further afield, there are plenty of fun things to do. I, I don't mind actually just 
walking over the pedestrian overpass at Thornley train station. Yes. It, you know, there's a flight of steps up, and mm. then you go straight across, level, and then you get to go down a, a flight of steps. It's got yes. everything. I'll tell you another fun thing. Have you ever been to the 7-Eleven at Strathfield? Yes, I have. A great, huge yes. fun 7-Eleven. Yes, job. and what I do, just to spice it up, like if I'm really wanting fun, is I get a small cup and put it under the coffee machine and then press the large coffee button. Hello! And see it overflow! Oh, you can't do that fun stuff. Berlin, can you? (laughs) Higher on this. One, triple, three, five, three. What is fun to do in Sydney? Look, no one has called as yet. I think that's in keeping with the survey's findings. Let's see if anyone can come up with anything. Should we give away a chaser annual? Yeah, we'll give away a chaser annual. That's something fun to do. Um, Mm, I was in Harris Park yesterday, and get this, there's a roundabout there that is actually, it's elongated. It's not circular. Yes. It's an oblong oh, yes. roundabout. Yes. I think I know the one. Hugely fun roundabout. There you? are none of those in Tokyo or Paris. Mm. All right, one, <laughs> triple, three, five, three. Let's see if anyone can think of anything at all that is fun to do in Sydney. I'm not expecting many calls, but if anyone <laughs> rings, the Chaser Annual for the best calls. We play Dragon here on 104.9 Sydney's Triple M. Radio Chaser, brought to you by Schoolies, the only people who actually like the Gold Coast. Schoolies. One, triple, three, five, three. We want to know, is there anything fun to do in Sydney? A big survey, global survey, says that we're the 26th, equal 26th uh, most fun city in the world out of about 30 cities. Uh, Let's prove that survey wrong with a list of really fun things we can do in Sydney. Luke, in Campbelltown, give me some fun. Uh, Oh, watching the tram. Grind to a complete halt on George in the same spot on George Street every single time. Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> That's officially fun. Well, great That's work. Great suggestion. I can't wait. I'm going to book that in. Do you have to book? Is there a long queue, or can anyone just turn up on the spot? If it, if it gets too popular, I think they'll probably lock you out of it anyway. <laughs> oh, so, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, they'll sell yeah, tickets. A bit of like rush. Yeah. All right, very good. Uh, Thomas, Thomas, what are you thinking? What's the fun thing to do in Sydney? Oh, the best thing to do in Sydney is to stand back with a drink in your hand and look at your freshly mowed lawns. Oh, that is. That is good. Fun, 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 fun. Is it technically a problem that you can do that in any city in the world? Oh, <laughs> Charles, well, don't you... It's fun everywhere. Wait, hang on. But only Sydney has water restrictions so severe that your lawn is dying as you look at it. <laughs> you can watch the, your lawn for the very last time. <laughs> there you go. Excellent stuff. Shane and Campervale, how are you going? Not too bad, bro. What are we thinking? What's fun to do in Sydney? Well, I reckon you can ride around all day on Sydney Rail. There you go. Yeah. That sounds... Funny, funny, fun! <laughs> funny and <Yeah>. smelly. Yeah, <laughs> Perfect. And, and, and on 40-degree uh, days, they can turn the aircon off, make it even more fun. Yeah. What's your route of choice for that, mate? Uh, Campbelltown, Sydney. Fantastic. Oh. It's, it's kind of like a, a, a roller coaster, really, but without the hills or speed. Yeah, and then you can play dodge the uh, ticket inspectors. And yeah, and, oh, and the so... thing, it's a bit like in Finland, they have those saunas. Mm. You know, mm. that's it, that's our equivalent. Like <laughs> a sweat a non- box. Yeah, sweat box. <laughs> Genius. Thank you very much for that, to Shane. Let's go to Justin in Penrith. What's fun to do in Sydney? Uh, man, what, what I find funny is... Um, so like when you're driving down the road, yeah, eventually on every road leaving out of Sydney, you uh, you go past a sign that tells you that you've officially left Sydney. Oh, now like that, that is... That is... Oh, fun! 
That is officially fun. That, that, is, that is the most fun you can have in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, look, even if you go to the Blue Mountains out of Penrith, that's relatively fun. Amazing. I think that wins the chase. That's got to win. Yeah. Congratulations, Justin. You found something fun to do in Sydney. Leaving. Radio Chaser, brought to you by Schoolies. See you there. Joking, joking, but see you there. Schoolies. Yeah, I know that guy. He's totally there. Now, look, the latest info in from the Bureau here on Radio Chaser, a detailed severe thunderstorm warning. It's for heavy rainfall, damaging winds and large hailstones. People in the Blue Mountains, Hawkesbury, Maitland, Cessnock, Gosford and Wyong and Sydney. The Bureau says that severe thunderstorms are heading for Hornsby, Glenorie, Colo Heights and the Engo National Park, southwest of Wollombi. Forecast to affect Barara, Manly and Terry Hills yep. by five past four. Minor Vale, waters off Bondi and Duralong by 4.35. So again, if you've got a car that you really want an insurance payout on, just make sure it's in the street, not under any trees or awnings or anything like that. Mm. So you get those hailstones directly on. That mm. is very useful info. Now, we were just talking about uh, these, the claim that Sydney is no fun. And look, the survey that's come out with 26th most fun city in the world, Tough day for Sydney siders, but the New South Wales government is fighting back very hard. A message from the New South Wales government. Fun is our middle name. Hey, Funsters! Now, you may have heard a teensy-tonsy rumour that Sydney isn't all that much fun these days. I know, it seems impossible. But just in the unlikely event that anyone believes this not-at-all-fun rumour, I'm here to tell you the fun, fun, fun you can have in Sydney. Super fun. It's fun to go tram spotting in Sydney and wonder, will they ever stop testing and allow passengers on? Funness. When will the first person be killed while looking at their phone? Phony fun. And wouldn't it be fun if the trams went somewhere less shit boring than Kingsford? Maximum funitude. Or check out Sydney's fun live music scene. Oh, whoops, that should read live pokey scene. Featurey fun. And don't miss Sydney's fantastic bar scene. Can you get your buzz on before the lockout laws kick in? No, you can't. Fun possible. And that's why Sydney is the funnest capital city in all of New South Wales. Written and authorised by Gladys Berejiklian, and she's really fun too. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Time to review very classy and expensive snacks. I like big snack. Wagon wheel in your face. You get hungry, baby. Got snacks. So, I normally can... Chazzy comes in and does convenience store dodgy snacks. When he's away, we let Charles go and do a posh version as a contrast. The smell in this studio oh, oh. This is just rancid seafood. Just Charles, what on earth have you done? Oh. Well, so let me just exhaust. Just... Oh. Oh. <laughs> It doesn't look good either. Oh, it's awful. I mean, so you've just ripped open a plastic bag okay. with some sort of so, flesh in it. Let me just start from the beginning, which is one of my criticisms of Chairs, is that he doesn't feature enough fish-based snacks. Oh, no. <laughs> is that even fish? On his, on his segment. Oh, this, yeah, this is this fish. looks worse it's than fish. It's, what um, it? So what it is, is it's... <coughs> oh, God. It's got, I, I really feel nauseous. It's called... Oh, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to vomit. He's even trying to get hot Manica smoked. Charles is retching next to the microphone. It says it's hot Manica smoked mussels garlic. Charles is about to vomit. He hasn't even tried it. I haven't tried it yet. He's got his wrists clamped over his mouth. Well, you're closest to it. Oh, God. 
Yeah. But just to make it worse. Uh, I'm going to take a photo of this. Really... What have you opened? Uh, it... Come on, tell us what it is, you it's wretching go- idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they're muscles. Uh, smoked muscles in a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah, in a plastic bag. But they're g- gourmet. They're... <laughs> this is radio <laughs> history. <laughs> um, he cannot speak. So, um, it's, it's, it is in plastic, but it's, so, they're, they're also steeped in garlic. So Charles and I bought this stuff thinking that it would be entertaining to try. Look, it is entertaining. Should I try it? Yeah, eat, go on. Oh, have a mouthful. Yes. But it's, very, a mouthful it's apparently... <laughs> it's in traditional kiln. They're, they're kind of brown and wrapped in plastic. And, and Charles had to squeeze them out of the plastic, this sort of brown, uh, fishy sort of... Yeah, let and me Charles give you the spill. It's cl- close to it. <laughs> they say on the packet here, why do, <laughs> our, the... why do our garlic smoked mussels taste so good? Oh, my God. Look at him, he can't stand up. He's doubled over. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to try some. <laughs> I think the point He's is, doubled over in pain. if you really, really hate someone, <laughs> then, because this is a festive season, you know, like you're asked to bring a I'm gonna try some of these smoke snack muscles. along. <laughs> like you oh. genuinely, oh, he oh poor Dummy. Well. Oh, Dummy, are you okay? Oh, I'm not going to there's oh, yeah, no way. Go. No, I am not going anywhere near that, no. Wow. Oh, and this is for rich people, this food. Like, you, you need to get a mortgage for this food, don't yeah. you? Yeah, well, no, actually, okay, so so if you don't want to do that, I do have well, a second I don't. snack. <laughs> I, I, I found the most expensive per kilogram item in the whole of Coles. This is yeah. $15 for five Anchovy Phillips. Oh, come on. <laughs> it works out at $347 per kilogram. What? For five tiny for, fish? For five tiny fish. All right, Charles, why don't you eat that we have after Transvision Vamp? No, 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 we'll get onto it. Cat's pajamas or cat's piss? Now, in the last segment, Charles tried to eat some smoked mussels, and you didn't even get them in your mouth, did you? Oh, no, I, I ate half of one. You hated that. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the $3 each anchovies? Yeah, they are amazing. Ortiz anchovies, they are, it's almost like if you pay $347 a kilogram for something, it's actually quite nice. Oh, I hate them regardless, cat's piss. All right, now, um, Charles and Andrew, tell me about this story. What do you think? Uh, Toyota sacked an employee for going to the Wiggles. And chucking a sickie. Is that legit? What do you think? The Fair Work Commission, by the way, said they were right to sack him. Well, what do you think? I think that's cat's piss for getting sacked for a sickie. Because, <clears throat> you know, like, you should be able to do your sickie with anything. But I think it's also cat's piss that he chose to waste his sickie on the wiggles. <laughs> Taking a kid, yeah. Well, he should have at least taken his kid with him. <laughs> yeah, he did take the kid. <laughs> that would be very creepy. I think you can't go to the Wiggles as a, as oh, a solo right. adult. I yeah. think it's frowned That's upon. That's the sort of school, the toolies of the Wiggles. Yes. Worse than toolies, I think. Worse. I mean, yeah. No, I, look, I, I think I agree with the fair way. In fact, if anything, the punishment was too light. I, I think he should have been, you know, driven to the gallows in a big red car <laughs> and, then, uh, and then put in the stocks and pelted with fruit salad. Yummy, oh. yummy. I mean, I think the punishments yeah. are endless. He should have had a whole series of Wiggles-based punishments. Captain Feathersword executing him. And the, the very briefly, the mate who dobbed him in from work. Mm. Yeah. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss? <clears throat> um, well, I'm he's an p- informer. He's a wiggle blower. <laughs> wiggle blower. That's all we have time for. That's where we're leaving the show. Catch you tomorrow here on Triple M.